This is a Sell Anywhere podcast where we help you to sell, lead, and recruit from anywhere. Your talent is not limited to your zip code. And if you can sell anywhere, you can sell everywhere. What's going on, guys? Today, we're going to talk about how you can go from what you're getting paid to do into doing what you were made to do. I have been in this trap uh, before in my life, actually probably the majority of my life, I would say that I was stuck in the pay trap. And it didn't matter what the income was, I needed the paycheck. As a matter of fact, they say that the majority of America is living paycheck to paycheck. That if someone's company was to shut down today, that in two months, if they don't have a new income, they are, they're out on their butts. They got nothing going on. And so really what you're looking at is an epidemic of people just doing what it takes to survive. And I'm going to tell you, survival is fine. Survival is good. But survival is actually what keeps you and me out of what I really believe God made us for, which is thriving. So how do we go from surviving to thriving? What's even the difference? Sometimes you just got to survive. I have, well, let's talk about what survival is. Survival is doing what it takes so that you can have food, so that you can have shelter, so that your family is protected, so that you are okay. Think about, right, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Food, shelter, well-being, almost, almost what you can imagine an animal looks for and goes for. Food, shelter, survival, survival. But there's more than that. If you're not looking for the more, what ends up happening though is your level of survival need goes up. And so I remember when I got my first job, professional job out of college, I was a school teacher making $26,000 a year. Woohoo! Big time. <laughs> that was the place where I knew I would be able to pay off all of these student debts and all of these these things that I had accrued, and it just didn't work out that way. I lived up to everything that uh, was a part of my survival up to that point. And then once I became a teacher, we just we ended up getting a house, a small home. And with our growing family, we survived. And we did that for four years as a teacher until I went into sales. And then I went into sales and I immediately went over, you know, went to that six figure mark and woohoo, I'm so happy. I'm so excited. I am now thriving, right? But I wasn't. We just raised our standard of living. And so we got the newer, nicer, bigger house, the newer cars, the newer things. And suddenly, what could have been thriving was again surviving. And we've done this multiple times in a lot of the people that I coach in the professional world are high level survivors. <laughs> Maybe that's you. Maybe that's you. Let's talk about what thriving 
is. Survival is scrapping stuff together and always afraid that there won't be enough to go around. Thriving, thriving is playing from abundance. Thriving is playing from the place where your work and your play, oh, they look a lot the same. You're not separated from the things that you love. You're connected with those things that you love when you are thriving. When you're thriving, you're allowed to want. When you're just surviving, you can only have what you need. And you can see that as you kind of work your way up the branch of the tree, these things begin to they begin to become something completely different from each other. I don't want you to think that we're talking about one is good and one is bad. They're both good. As a matter of fact, when you're younger and you have something chasing you, you better learn to survive. You're going to be okay. But when you have outrun the big bad wolf, when the big bad wolf is no longer chasing you, how can you thrive? How do you thrive? And that is what we're talking about. Uh, one thing I do want to mention about like that survival place, the place where we're looking at uh, the jobs that we're working or just the things that we're doing to get by is something happens along the way. And we begin to exchange values. We begin to exchange values. If you want to see what, what people typically get in their lives, we don't always get what we want, but we typically do get what we value, what we've made a decision we're going to have. What we've made a decision is important. But it's funny, these things can erode over time. We were talking this morning, my wife and I, as we often do in the mornings, and she said, um, well, actually, I, I said, um, you know, I'm glad that I've learned to be okay uh, in my pudgy state. I'm a, I'm a dad. I'm almost 50. I'm not built like Adonis. Um, that's okay. And I'm out surfing and doing whatever it is that I was doing at the beach this morning. And I'm just laughing. And she said, yeah, do you remember when you said... I'll never be fat. I will never have some lazy sit-on-my-butt desk job that, that, that you always said you would always be fit. Do you remember that? Yes, I do remember that. I remember saying that with passion and with intensity and with belief and with feeling. But my values changed. My values changed. And no longer... Did I really care as much about looking great? My value became, how can I care for this, this beautiful woman and these children that I have? And, and, you know, as you know, our tribe grew and grew and grew. And, and suddenly the thing that I had before thought was valuable now paled in comparison to what I was choosing as a new value. But this is what happens when we show up and we survive. And that becomes the modus operandi of how we live is that that slowly erodes those old values and a new value gets put in place and a new script gets put in place. And what we're saying is it must be this way. 
I have to do this. This is what, this is the way that it is. And, and so that we don't feel the pain of those previous values. We don't feel the pain of being absent from them or being separate from them. What we do is we justify it. And it's, that's the crazy thing. Whatever you love, you will justify. Whatever you value, you will find a way to justify. And that's what we do. That's what we do as we, as we leave one thing and we pick up another. And sometimes we don't even see it. Hey, you. Do you ever feel like you wish you could get coached by me? Well, guess what? You can. If you go to GoSellAnywhere.com, I'm inviting you to be a part of the Sell Anywhere Mindset Mastery. It's a group coaching where I help you to sell, lead, live, and give from your purpose. Go from the grind and play by your design. And if that $97 a month coaching isn't for you, then sign up for the Sam Chronicles at the bottom. That's completely free. And by the way, if you look in the notes at the bottom of this, you'll find two free sessions. Cash those puppies in and let's rock. Now back to the show. And so I would ask you right now, do you feel like you're surviving or thriving in your relationships? Are you just getting by? Are you, are you, are you thriving with what's going on in your, with your spouse, with your love life? Are you thriving there? What about your finances, your wealth? Are you thriving or are you, are you surviving? And, and both are okay. It's really good to take a look at where you're really at and say, eh, that's where I'm at. I forget the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous, but he said, truth is the beginning of all growth. So whatever is happening here, you have to be able to look at it truthfully and say, this is where that's at. What about the business you're making? Is that surviving or is that thriving? What about your relationship with your kids? Is that in a place of survival or are you thriving? They're both good. Now, I'm not asking you to choose between good and evil. I'm about to present to you a case uh, for what thriving looks like. But I don't want you to think I'm saying one is bad and one's good. One's evil and one's, one's the best. And really what we're talking about is what Michael Collins would say, that good and great. And, and how can we go from good to great is sometimes we have to be willing to step away from the good. To step away from the good. I guess the, the final point I want to make about all of these things that we've chosen as we are in the survival mode is that sometimes those values that we chose and that we picked up end up almost like a tug of war resisting and competing against what it is that we want. And so what often happens is that we end up surrendering what we truly want for what we want in the moment because that competition is, is happening. Survive or thrive. Here's, here's a big what if from, from me to you. What if it didn't have to be hard? What if you actually already had the gifts and the talent and the resources to create what it is that you want? And guess what? 
I'm about to tell you that you do. You see, life is a garden. Whatever you plant, you can grow and you, can, you will eventually harvest that fruit. Who gets to tell you what to plant in your garden? Well, if you haven't examined what it is that you want, it's going to be everyone else. And by the way, most of us are all screwed up because we've listened to other people's priorities and those priorities are competing against those priorities and those priorities. And pretty soon we're flooded out and we don't have the energy bandwidth or space to step towards what it is that we want. I got a solution for you. <laughs> so how do we go from how do we go from just getting paid to do something to doing what you were made to do? Let me share a scenario that I just worked through myself and then I'll give you the steps. All right. So this morning I had to make um a great and terrible call to someone. Uh, someone had wanted me to do a work, a work that I would be great at doing. But they asked me, hey, I will pay you to do this work for, for me and for my company. And at first I said, okay, great. Yes, let's do this. Let's, let's do it. I'm in. I like you. I like what you're doing. Let's do this. Here's the money. Boom. But what I realized as, after I said that, was it didn't feel right inside. It felt like it was, it was a distraction. And if you're a part of SAM, Sell Anywhere Mindset Mastery, quick plug for SAM, Sell Anywhere Mindset Mastery. You need to be a part of this. If you've liked anything that I've said, it's not just about sales. It is about you growing from who you are towards what you want. It is about you engaging this adventure of life and becoming the hero that you were meant to be in pursuit of what you want. So here I was, I got this call from this person. I said yes to it. And it just didn't, when I, when I checked out in my body, it just didn't feel right. And I'm not like, listen, I'm not, I'm not putting my finger in the air to see which way the wind's blowing to decide whether I'm going to do something or not, okay? But it just felt like stress, and I had to look and I had to ask and I say, why? Why am I feeling this? And the reason I was feeling this was because, <laughs> because it's not what I'm made to do. I could be good at it. I would be good at it. I also would carry a pressure of performance and making sure that it got done the right way, that it got the results that it should get and all of those things. And that, while it is good and while I would love to have had the money from that, it's just not what I'm made to do. And furthermore, it is a distraction from what it is that I want to do. So hopefully you're, you're hearing a few things in here. Um, so I got to have that call and I got to say, hey, listen, my friend, I said, yes, I have to say no. I'm just not the best person for this. Um, here's why. I've got to do what I feel like God's put in my heart to do, even in business and in life. And I'm giving myself permission to let go of something that's good so I can push towards what's great. And this is a part of it. It's this thing that I'm doing with Sell Anywhere Mindset Mastery is something that I'm so interested and intrigued and excited and passionate about building and growing. And for every one of these little projects that come to me, and I've had a bunch lately, 
those are all things that are going to keep me from what it is that I believe is my path to victory. There's a lot of temporary money that's out there that I've had opportunity to step into, but it's not, it's just not the best. And I guess the way that I see it is almost like, do you want to continue to sew a patchwork of all of these things from around you so that you can survive? Or can you step fully into this thing like you believe it and allow yourself to thrive? So here I am eating my own medicine. I get to choose what's important. I get to choose what I'm going to sew for. And um, so let's give you the steps. What are you putting into your garden? Well, the very first thing you want to do is you want to say, well, what is it that I want? What in the world do I want in my garden? Do I want more money? Do I want more time? Do I want more love? Do I want more peace? Do I want freedom of purpose? Do I want to write a book? Do I want, what is it that I want? Figure it out and do it. Well, before we do it. First thing, figure out what the world you want and take some time to do this. And it doesn't happen just once. This is a life process because the truth of it is so many layers of what it is that we think we want is what others actually wanted. Now, I don't know that there's too much new under the sun. So, a lot of times, like we do, we mirror what we think we want based on what this guy wants or what she wants or what this person says. And, and that's okay. That's a part of the exploration. But the truth is, is that most people that I've talked to, and this is like the world that I play in is this vision thing. Most people I've talked to, if they're honest and when they're honest, they don't know. They don't know. And this is actually a big place of sadness for a lot of people who have succeeded. They've learned to succeed at that high level, but really all they're doing is they're surviving at a high level. Very few people give themselves permission to thrive. And thriving involves what do you want? And can you give yourself permission to go there? So that's step one. I want you to ask yourself, what is it you want? Get along with yourself. Write it down. What do you want? What do you want? Because that's where the playbook is going to come from. That's where, if you do your action before you decide what you want, you could be going 100 miles an hour in the wrong direction. Step number two, whatever is not contributing to what you want, eliminate it. Radically eliminate it. It. I have had recently in my life, and it's not easy to look at projects that others would pay you for when you have a revenue goal and a financial goal and a cash flow goal that maybe isn't being met currently, and you're looking at good projects. It's, it can be difficult to eliminate those. And I'm not telling you that you need to, but I will tell you that as I've been eliminating project after project and as I've been deciding to instead to, to delegate or outsource or just refer stuff out, what's happened is conviction has come, my friend. When you trim away all of the stuff that's a little bit like outside of your zone of genius, like you're good at it, but it's not your zone of genius. When you trim that away, ooh, <laughs> you feel it inside. There's a conviction that comes upon you. 
conviction is powerful. It is, it is attractive. And that's what happens when you eliminate. It gives you an area to grow because you're not carrying some of this other stuff. Think about all the energy you're expending towards certain things, certain clients, certain, I don't know, you know, parts of life. You don't have to carry those things if you don't want to. Renegotiate, get out, move forward with what you want, okay? Now, step three, find your design. Find your design. If, um, and, and I would say there's two components. One of those is personality, and the next one is gifts. Find out the personality. That means the you that you value, the you that you love. Find that and find your gifts and let's use those as assets. So knowing who you are and what you have, what, what are you playing with? What do you have to bring to the table? Knowing what that is is going to absolutely change the way you strategize to do this thing. So if you haven't already done this, you can go to DonnieTuttle.com and you can take a free sales archetype in sales leadership. It's, it's for everything. Take this, the, the free archetype test and discover that. Uncover that right now. Jump in. Do that. It's free. Why wouldn't you? The next thing is, is find your gifts Find your gifts. Know what those are. And you might need to ask your family, people who knew you when you were a kid, people who were clients and say, hey, what, what do you feel like I'm better at than other people? What's my unfair advantage? Now, once you have all of those things together, now decide on your action. Take inspired action. Now, I think you can, you can have a consistent action that you need to be taking every day that proves that you're moving towards the thing that you want small and consistent. What can you commit to consistently? Next, what is something that you can do that's more of like a spike, like a power action? You know, they they call it massive action, some people. What is something big you can take towards it to show that this is what you believe and this is where you're going and this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm wanting. So what is a massive action? Don't take too many of those, take some. And then finally, an inspired action. An inspired action is looking for opportunities that might show up for you along the way. And as they do, stepping into those as though you are worthy and as though there is something that could be waiting for you behind that door. Now, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. The goal is, is in any of these actions, I don't want you to sit there and look at the evidence. And that's going to be key. Don't sit there and look and feel and see if it, no, my friend, keep stepping, keep stepping. Because if you evaluate it too soon, it'd be like digging a seed up in the ground to see if it's growing. And guess what happens then? It stops. So your most important action is the action you take after that action. (laughs) So you take your action and then like, while it doesn't feel great and while you're still like, uh, you're, you're kind of working through a little bit of that, uh, especially in the beginning, just you don't have very much momentum and the feelings aren't there and it's not a part of your routine. While that's going on, the decision that you're going to still take that next step and that you don't require a home run, you're going to stay here because it's worth it. I love how, I think it, her name was Elizabeth Gilbert. I've quoted this before in the book, uh, Big Magic. She says, rather than asking yourself, 
what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Instead, ask yourself, what would you do if you knew that you probably would fail or you might fail, but it's still worth doing anyway? And this is what we're doing. We're stepping towards the thing that you were made for, and that is a worthy journey. You may hit a home run immediately. It might take you a while, but it's worth it. And there's a joy that comes to you. There's this weird, crazy thing that's happening between heaven and earth as you're stepping into what you were made for, what your gifts and talents are. So what are those? And how can we value those? Taking action towards them shows where your values are. And then what can happen is that we can begin to establish new values or we can live out the values that we already had. And that is a life that I feel like is intentional. Now, finally, number five, self-coach. Have a coach that, you know, write down in a journal every day. Do something to where you're saying, what am I going to do today? And then at the end of that day, say, here's what I did today. Um, how would I, there's a, a guy named Marshall Goldsmith. He's one of the top executive coaches. And I've done this with my clients before as well. When there's something that people choose to do, they just, they, the, all they have to do is if they, if they will learn, if they will text message or, or send a message to their coach saying, um, here's the level of effort I gave towards what I said I wanted to do. And here are the improvements I can make tomorrow. Those two things at the end of every day is how you release the self-coach inside and just asking yourself, um, how much effort did I give and how can I improve this tomorrow? Those two things alone can help you to have a compounding growth towards what, you, um, towards what you're going for. I really would add in a third part of that, and that's from... Oh, gosh, who is uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. And they call it the gap in the gain. And that is being aware of what the positives were more than just the negatives. So rather than saying, oh, gosh, I'm so far behind or I didn't do this. Look at the things that you did do and look at how you advanced things. Even if it was by a little bit, it still matters. It still matters. So I believe this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to round it up here. You were created for more than just a paycheck, more than just to pay taxes, more than even just to raise children, as good as that is. You were born with a purpose. And there are gifts and talents and amazing things that you have that we all need. And my hope and my desire is that you will look at your design and you'll give yourself permission to let go of some of the things that aren't so good, to let go of even some things that are good because you know that you're worthy of what's great. You are worthy, my friend. Step into it, believe it, take action towards it. This isn't some float on a mountain and wait for it to come for you type of a thing. This is you knowing yourself, knowing that God made you pretty awesomely, looking at that and saying, how can this move towards something that I desire? And how can I avoid that distraction trap? How can I avoid the value exchange or competing values or things that cancel each other out? 
how can I go from good to great? How can I go from surviving to thriving? You were made for great things. I hope that you'll go release your magic today and go free someone. And the way we free people is we act like free people. And when we do it, we give other people permission to do the same. Hey, you, if you really love this, go to GoSellAnywhere.com. We have a program designed just for you. And even if you don't want to get coached right now, you can at least sign up for the Sam Chronicles down there at the bottom. That's GoSellAnywhere.com made just for you. And now back to the show. Thanks for joining us on the Sell Anywhere podcast. If you can sell anywhere, you can sell everywhere. My friend, if you love this, go to GoSellAnywhere.com and sign up for the Sam Chronicles. What is Sam? It's the Sell Anywhere Mindset Mastery Chronicles. And if you really, really love what you're hearing here, then join us in a coaching program that was made for you. At just $97 per month, it is a group coaching that is completely personalized. It's an experience that you have to see, to believe, and feel, to understand. I'm even going to give you two weeks free. Try it out. No credit cards, nothing like that. Just click on the link in the comments or in the uh, the notes section here, and you can claim your free two-week demo. 